Are you constantly comparing yourself to other people to see how you measure up? Or are you proudly different? Well, my guest, David DiGiorgio, thinks that perhaps in both cases, you're suffering from comparanoia. Okay, here's the show. Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is a production of Roundpeg, and this is your host, Lorraine Ball. And today, I'm going to apologize. No, wait a minute. I'm not going to apologize because my guest, David DiGiorgio, is actually, well, he's the world's most unboring speaker, and he's written a lot on the topic of being unapologetic. So there'll be no apologies in this episode. David, welcome to the show. Uh, thank you so much, Lynn. It's great, great, great to be here. <laughs> David, I have to tell you, as I was poking around on your website and flipping through some of the stuff that you've done as a keynote speaker and a TEDx speaker, I was having a tough time deciding where I wanted to focus. But this idea of comparanoia really kind of hit home with me. Do you want to explain to my listeners what comparanoia is? Comparanoia is that excessive and even obsessive desire to be like or unlike anybody else. And it's really important to make that distinction that it includes the desire to be like and unlike everyone else. See, most people, when they they say comparison, they're like, some people will say, no, I don't have a comparison problem. I don't compare myself to anybody. And I found this in certain demographics and certain niches of what people do in the world. And what's interesting is I've discovered in my own experience and in my own studies and research is when you try to be unique or unlike anybody else, what happens is you isolate yourself. And through isolation, there are all sorts of other bad things that happen. And that really is also one of the symptoms of what I've come to call comparanoia. And it's something that I talk about a lot. That's a really interesting idea because a lot of times, and especially among small business owners and entrepreneurs, we pride ourselves on being different and unique and the the rebels with or without a cause. Mm -hmm. And what you're saying is we're really just as guilty of this whole comparison thing as the person in corporate America who's actively working to keep up with the Joneses. Exactly. And so here's the thing, as you know, especially in the coaching world and the small business world, you know, one of the first big pieces of advice we all get is you need to niche down. And what's your unique sales proposition, right? Your USP. So part of my background is I was a head of a high school music department for nearly 10 years. And I would start off every year with a couple of things, one of which was here's the good news, kids. And it's also the bad news. The good and bad news is that you're not special. (laughs) And the reason that it was good news is like at the end of the day, we're all just human. We all want the same things. And we cannot be happy, successful, abundant, joyful without each other. At the end of the day, we're all the same. We're the same species. Our biology works the same way. What we want are the same things, right? And so when we understand that, instead of trying to niche down and be different, different than everybody else and unique from everyone else. What I like to tell people is come up with your unique to you proposition, your unique to you brand, your unique to you story. Now, here's the cool part about this. Guess what? Everything in your experience is unique to you. Oh, 
And so all of a sudden, when you start being unapologetic about the fact that, well, yes, my experience is different, right? Whether you're a banker or a financial, I have finances on the brain because I met with a financial planner this morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as soon as it's now unique to you, your experience is unique to you and you start becoming, being unapologetic about who you are and what you believe, all of a sudden you're unstoppable and undeniable. And people pay attention to people who are unapologetic about what they believe. And so really when you're talking about defining your value proposition and I, or your personal brand or kind of mm -hmm. figuring out who you are, it runs a little counter to some of the traditional marketing advice because the traditional marketing advice says that you want to look at the marketplace in general and you want to kind of look at where everybody is and then to be successful, you need to carve out a corner of that is unique, but you can only carve that corner out by looking at everyone else. And you're mm -hmm. saying, no, don't do that. Start by looking inward, defining what you're good at, what, yeah. what where your strengths are, and then placing that within the marketplace. Yes. And uh, traditional marketing works. We do have to pay attention to what's already working. And uh, let me go so far as to say this. Simon Sinek got it wrong. You cannot start with why. And he proved it himself in his second book, Find Your Why, he talks about, because nobody understood how to start with why. He wrote the book, did the TEDx talk in opposite order, actually. And everyone's like, that's great, Simon. Now, how do we start with why, actually? So he wrote Find Your Why. And in Find Your Why, he actually describes what I talk about in being unapologetic, which is you have to start with who you are. Find out who you are and do it on purpose, said Dolly Parton. And never could there have been a truer <laughs> statement. Right. Dolly Parton has made and uh, built an empire on who she is, you know, a woman in country music who was beautiful and silly and comical. She should never have made it in that industry. Mm -hmm. Right. But she knew who she was and she turned that into her brand and she figured out how to monetize it. And so same thing in marketing is like start with who you are first because people are going to buy into who you are and why you are who you are. And then, yeah, of course, because remember, we're all the same. We all want the same things. So take a look at the market, not because you're comparing, not to fall victim to comparanoia, but because you're smart and you're like, this is what people want. Here are the problems that people have. This is what they're looking for. Connect that to who you are and your unique to you selling proposition or whatever you want to call that. And you will have a million dollar empire on the way. Awesome. So it's really about playing to your strengths, finding out what you do well, what you enjoy. Because yeah. part of that whole process sometimes I think of figuring out what the market is and what the market wants and going after it often means doing things that you don't love and I think yeah. that's a huge recipe for disaster. Yeah because you're not going to resonate you're not going to vibrate at your highest potential if you're doing things just for the money or just because you think that's the right thing to do. I mean I don't know about you Lorraine but I mean as soon as I started to really share what I believe and what I take a stand for and what I'm a hell yes to and a hell no to, all of a sudden, my entire brand exploded. You mm -hmm. see, before being unapologetic, I was unforgettable. You want to be an unforgettable speaker. You want to be unforgettable. And it was okay, but, you know, it wasn't quite there. The minute I started using the word unapologetic, everything shifted. 
And so, now when I use start to use the word comparanoia, everybody gets it. They're like, oh, I understand. <laughs> yeah. When people ask me about where I am now in my career and what I've done, I often say that I'm unemployable, that nobody else will hire me and that I'm okay with that mm-hmm. because the way I want to do things works for me and it works for my clients and it doesn't work for people who don't hire me and I'm okay with that. There's the golden ticket that I want your listeners to really understand. It works for you and, remember, good news, bad news, because you're not special, (laughs) and I say that with (laughs) tongue-in-cheek, it means that there's other people who are like you out there. Your job is to vibrate so perfectly at your vibrational level that you attract those people. Mm-hmm. You don't need 7 billion, 8 billion. You need 70, 80, 800 maybe mm-hmm. to build a very successful uh, business. And the other point there is it's not just successful, but it becomes joyful. It becomes yeah. something that I walk into this building every day and I'm like, you know what? I want to be here. The phone rings and it's one of my clients and I'm happy to hear right. from them. Yeah, because, easy and effortless. Yeah, mm-hmm. because you're being who you are being. Your business is who you are being then. That's it. Absolutely. David, this has been so awesome. I cannot believe how fast we have zipped through the 10 minutes. I know it goes quick, right? Well, I hope it's been valuable and um, people have gotten something out of it. (laughs) You know what? I'm sure they have. I'm sure they've been a little bit inspired. And if they are curious, I'm really going to encourage them to hop over to beingunapologetic.com to learn more about you. Yes, please. And Lorraine, thank you so much. Thank you so much for inviting me onto the show. Thank you. This has been a real treat. If you've enjoyed today's conversation, You can find more marketing tips and information at our blog at roundpeg.biz. And look for more than a few words wherever you listen to podcasts. Share the link. Invite a friend to listen, too. This has been another episode of More Than a Few Words. Thanks for listening.